everybody, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Snaps and Golf Claps. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's having a good week. Yo, we're almost, we're so close to beating the statistic. Only a couple episodes away. I'm actually really excited about it. (laughs) For those of you that don't know, I was actually reading an article or listening to a podcast I don't remember last week that stated that roughly 85% of new podcasts don't make it past episode 20. So we're right at the hump, about to be right over the hump. So with that being said, do me a favor, guys. Make sure you follow the show if you haven't yet on whatever audio streaming platform you listen to it. Share the pod leave a rating and a review it really does help i know i keep saying it but i know i know myself and i know i need to keep hearing it whenever i listen to podcasts there are times that i listen to podcasts for months sometimes even a year before i actually do it and i and these are like regular podcasts that i listen to so even if this is your first episode and you don't think you're you're ever going to listen to it again rating a review would be great five stars would be incredible but whatever it is that you feel is appropriate. I also want to say thank you so much for everybody that reaches out and gives feedback. Feedback is a big deal, especially when just getting started, just to figure out the flow of things and figure out how to make this better. There's always a room for growth, always opportunity to get better in everything that I do. So any feedback, any thoughts, anything like that, always feel free to reach out on any social media account that is associated to Snaps and Golf Clubs. Anyways, I hope you guys, uh, as I stated before, I hope you guys are doing well. I had a pretty interesting week. I've been dealing with a bit of fatigue and some sort of, I don't know, like respiratory illness of sorts, maybe an upper respiratory infection or sinus infection, something like that. But finally getting better, finally feeling better. Man, it's so interesting how I feel like I tend to be very grateful for the things that I have on a day-to-day basis but I do think that there are things that we often take for granted and I'm not saying I take my health for granted I don't at all I'm very on top of it I take good care of myself but when you don't have something like something as simple as seemingly simple as breathing just on autopilot right like when you don't have to think about breathing When you don't have that or aren't able to do it as easily, it really like hits you like, dang, I'm so, I'm so grateful. Like I'm so grateful when I'm in full 100% health. I just feel so, so blessed and so grateful just for my body and for its ability to do the things that it does for me every day. And it just really hits you and put things into perspective for you with something as simple as a common cold or a respiratory infection or something like that. So I'm truly basking in gratitude right now because I'm able to be upright and not feel like I'm just slumped. But with that being said, I think I'm kind of at the tail end of it. And um, although I feel more at close to 100 percent, but you still have the like the mental aspect of things where you're like, oh, maybe I'm still a little bit tired. You know, maybe I'm still a little bit the lingering effects and, and you kind of like at least I can speak for myself. I'll kind of milk it and be like, oh, I'll just I'll just lounge around for another day just to make sure I can really shake it off. But I feel pretty fine, you know? And I realized that I was doing that and I was like, this is actually gonna be a great topic for an episode because I met my dear friend that we have a deep love and hate relationship, Resistance. 
I don't know if you guys know about resistance, but resistance likes to make a visit when you are trying to make a change in your life of sorts. At least I've felt resistance whenever I am embarking a new journey that is different than what I have or maybe something that I don't know much about or anything that I need to make a drastic change in my life. And resistance can show up in so many different ways. I was reading about it just because I was curious, but resistance is actually a psychological phenomenon that happens. And it's not called, scientifically, it's not called resistance. I'm sure it has a, a different name, but this is how I, I learned about it. I learned about resistance in college. But basically what's going on is you, you, the person, your conscious mind is trying to make a change for the better, usually, right? Where we are trying to create new habits, create new mindsets, but usually the new things are very different than what you already do. So what you already do is deeply ingrained in your subconscious mind, which is kind of like the autopilot feature in your head. This was going on in the background. So in order to create these new habits and create these new mindsets and these new things, you have to kind of go into overdrive consciously to implement these things into your life. But when you do that, you're met with resistance. And sometimes resistance can even manifest physically through by ways of procrastination, by ways of over preparation. You know, that analysis by paralysis is a sign of resistance. Being like, ah, doing one thing and being like, all right, I need a break. You know, <laughs> like, ah, I think I did enough today. I, I, I need to take a nap. And it's like, bro, you just opened the book. You didn't even read it, you know? All little things like that, that seem avoidance, you know, being like, oh, let me go do this first and then I'll come back and do it. And then when you come back and decide to quote unquote do it, then you're like, oh, let me do this first. Let me actually clean up my apartment first. Let me do some laundry first. Let me do this first. Let me go get some coffee real quick. And then at the end of the day, it's like 9 p.m., 10 p.m. You're like, oh, it's too late to start. Let me just start tomorrow. And the cycle continues. And all those are signs of resistance. So when you're feeling those things or when you're embarking a new journey, it's it's important to understand that if it is something that is very different than what you're used to, you're going to be met with resistance. And resistance is normal. Everybody encounters it at one point. doesn't matter who they are. It is a normal thing, but it is important to be aware that it is a normal thing and it's not like don't lean into it you know <laughs> if you know that if you know that you have something that you want to learn let's say you want to be more active and you want to go to the gym three days a week you might be met with resistance one of those days but it's important to understand that it's like okay you have to just override it like don't let your day get in the way if you know that your day has that tendency to get in your way then maybe try doing it before your day starts or whatever the case may be, but creating the most efficient path of least resistance to allow yourself to have a fighting chance against resistance. Because resistance is really your subconscious mind and everything that it knows fighting for its place, you know? You have to rewire, quite literally rewire your brain, but you have to do it consciously. So think about all the additional brain power that takes to unlearn and redo everything you do. That's literally like you're you're clearing out an apartment and refurnishing it every time you're trying to learn something new. And just think about that physically, how exhausting that is. And it's just as exhausting mentally, if I had to guess. I don't have any any type of scientific journals to confirm that, but I'm sure that if I did some digging, I can 
find some stuff to confirm that this is actually a very exhausting matter mentally and overwhelming in many ways because whenever you're having to unlearn something that is so deeply deeply ingrained in you you're always going to run into that resistance and it's always going to feel it's so difficult so hard to do and it's because of that the old habit or the old mindset or the old thing is so deeply ingrained in you that the thought alone of changing can lead to resistance where you're just like that's so much because it's so different but you just have to take it one step at a time just because you know you're going to encounter resistance shouldn't deter you from changing your life if you know you have a certain limited mindset or if you have a habit that you know you need to break in order to be your best self take it one step at a time because what you're literally doing at this moment is you're undoing what is second nature to you at this point The more we do habits, the more they become like autopilot. So uh, to undo the autopilot part of things takes a lot of work. So break it down into steps, into pieces. What can I do today to make me get closer to my ultimate goal of changing this habit? And what I've noticed also, what I've realized is that it's a lot easier to implement a new habit in addition to the habit you already have, as opposed to swap the habits right off the bat. Because If I already have a habit in place to replace the old habit or mindset, thoughts, whatever, in place to offset the one that's already there, it makes it that much easier to then replace the habit or replace that mindset or replace whatever. So for example, growing up, I had a very limited mindset in many ways and my negative self-talk was the overarching voice in my head and it was really hard and I tried both processes. I remember when I was in college, I tried just completely trying to brainwash myself into only saying good things to myself, but I had spent so much time in my life saying not good things to myself that it was really hard to just stop. So instead what I would do when I realized that that was really hard and I was met with resistance and it was just more mentally exhausting and draining than it was helpful. I would just set up routines throughout my day to help me create new patterns simultaneously. So I would have, I would write on my mirror nice things, affirmations, quotes that were motivating and encouraging to me and things of that nature. And every morning I would read them and I would still have those thoughts. But over time, what I started to realize is that I started to do it in other places. I would do it in my notebooks. I would do it in my journal. I would do it everywhere. And little by little, the habits started to switch. I was more aware of that negative self-talk. And anytime I did it, I would just mentally be like, oh, scratch that. Let's do this. And so over time of doing that and continuously doing that, even when I felt like, oh, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? Why is this? Why is that? I was encountered resistance. Then it just ended up, you know, getting to a point where that was that became my norm. And then I can build from there. And now I can really start putting in the better habits for my life where that's not my norm anymore. My norm is the positive talk. And it happens with a lot of other things. Like it's ha- it happened to me when initially when I was starting my fitness journey. It happened to me with a lot of things. But that's just how it is. I mean, I encounter it daily. I encounter it daily with my routine. The routine that I had now, I had a lot of resistance initially. And I've mentioned this before, but I like to dive all in into everything that I do, almost to the point where I'm. it's inevitable for me not to encounter resistance. But sometimes you have to know, like, okay, am I actually tired or is this resistance? And you have to be very aware in these moments and be very real with yourself. Don't sugarcoat things. When you're trying to make yourself a better version of yourself, do not sugarcoat yourself. You have to be very honest. Yes, you can be gentle, 
But be honest, you know if you're actually tired and need rest or if you're just trying to get out of something. You know if you have a deeply ingrained fear of change. A lot of the times the fear we have is just because we don't know what it's going to look like and we don't know if it's going to be worth our time and we don't know this, we don't know. But I think we can kind of weigh it all out. Like, would you rather be here in this place that you're in right now that you are not, you're feeling yourself or take a gamble on what could potentially be a better lifestyle and override these feelings of resistance and procrastination and paralysis by analysis, the overthinking, all that stuff, right? So it's just being honest with yourself. When you do feel that, do a mental check-in, do a body scan. How am I actually feeling right now? I don't mean ignore if you're actually feeling burnt out and all that stuff. Don't ignore that. That is real stuff. But I also think that these, some of these terms and these words get thrown around we use them as an excuse to not do what we have to do or to push it out a little bit more you know you have to get your rest you have to relax but I also think that sometimes you have to override those feelings temporarily to get the things done that you have to do you have to you have to jump start it somehow and you can't just every time you start be like it's time for a nap that doesn't really make sense and that's not going to help you be that better version of yourself so you have to just kind of really be honest with yourself and be like dude again like i said do a body scan do a mind scan like process your thoughts process your feeling really check in with yourself and be like can i actually continue or is this resistance or am i actually feeling burnt out am i actually feeling fatigued right this past week i mentioned that i was dealing with some type of respiratory illness I had so much I wanted to do because I have a lot of things that I am wanting to implement. Systems that I'm, everything I do, I operate by systems. It just helps me. But there are things that I want to get jump started before the new year starts. And I've been working on it little by little and I've had a good momentum, but because I wasn't feeling well this past week, I had to take my foot off the gas, but I felt myself continuing to push because of, I was scared to lose the momentum. But I got to the point where I was like, I I, I genuinely cannot continue because I'm falling apart, (laughs) you know, like I'm falling apart and I'm falling asleep everywhere. So then I had to take the foot off the gas and just do what I could if I could, but I had to get myself feeling better. That right there is an example of like, okay, let's, you know, take a step back. You can take a step back how I was feeling before I recorded this episode, I immediately, I was like, oh, I don't, I, I might kind of be feeling not good. Maybe I should just like rest a little bit more too right now because I kind of feel a little bit tired, a little bit sleepy. Like, but when I did the body scan and the mental check, I'm like, I feel fine. I just don't want to do something, you know? So that's a difference. That's what I'm kind of showing is that there's a difference. There's one part where, and it doesn't mean you have to get to that point where you're falling apart. That is not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that you have to kind of know where you can keep pushing and where you do have to dial it back. But what I've noticed, the best way to get over resistance, in my opinion, is just the things that I've stated, but also just little by little incorporate a new habit simultaneously to the one that you want to take away. Or they talk about this in the book, Atomic Habits. Habit stacking is one way. I don't remember the exact term they use, but habit stacking. So if you're already doing something, do something else at the same time. So for example, I don't like to stretch, but I have to because I am pretty active and my body is stiff to sit in front of the computer all day, but I don't like stretching, but I have to do it. So right now I am incorporating a stretching routine and it's just so boring to me. Like I need... (laughs) 
<laughs> it's so boring, but it's a necessary evil. So what I've been doing is instead of just stretching and having like this, whatever, whenever I am decompressing for the night and I'm watching, you know, one of my podcasts on YouTube or something like that, I'll just set up my iPad or set up the TV and just stretch in front of it while I'm watching it. It's like, I'm already going to be watching this. So you might as well just be stretching while you're doing it. And that has helped me stick to a somewhat consistent, I'm not going to say it's consistent yet, but somewhat consistent stretching routine, way more consistent than it was before. But sometimes you have to do stuff like that. So whatever it is for you, if you're like, I, I want to stop doing this, and it's like sometimes habit stacking helps or just incorporating a new habit at the same time as deconstructing the old habit for the hope of that new habit taking over the old habit. Those are things that work for me try it out if you have something that you want to change or improve about yourself your life just try it out and see how it goes um and let me know how it goes i'm very curious to know or curious to hear whatever tactics or things that you guys use to overcome resistance i think it's super important to talk about because resistance is a thing that happens to everybody and we all encounter it so i would love to hear what you guys do to overcome resistance if you guys have any skills techniques send them my way because I'm always looking for ways to get better. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Snaps and Golf Claps. You already know the drill. If you love it, rating and review, share it with somebody that needs to learn how to overcome resistance. And I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much. And as always, be a little better every day. Thank you guys.